Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short Bible study, only about 13 minutes or so, each day getting us into God's Word. We can usually work something that short into our busy schedules, but it keeps us focused on our relationship with God, keeps us in God's Word, and thereby helps us to stay focused on our soul's salvation. We encourage you to help people in your life by sharing these short studies with them every day. Your family members, your friends, your work associates, your neighbors, literally everybody you can every day. You can do that through Facebook friends, text messages, and other technological means. But by getting people you know into God's Word on a regular basis, you may help them turn their life around. You may help them grow in their faith. You may help them get to heaven. What a great blessing that will be for them, but it will also be a great blessing for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're coming toward the end. We're not quite there yet, but we're coming toward the end of our line of thought and study that is troubling to a lot of people in some cases because They see the problem in our land right now. They see it growing to a very disturbing and alarming degree. To other people, it's disturbing because they are the focus of this particular problem that is growing and becoming so pronounced in our land, in our culture. And that's laziness. Now, there are people who they own businesses or they try to work for a living. They pay their taxes. They see their taxes maybe getting higher. Uh, They see people uh, on the street corners and at intersections and coming off the exit ramps of interstate highways and begging, you know, for money. Now, if you try to hire some of those people to do a job for you, maybe come and mow the grass or do something around your your place and, you know, say, I'll, I've got some work for you. I'll give you a, a meal. I'll also pay you some money that you might find out that most of them would say, well, no, no, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do that. Or I, I can't do that. Or I, I haven't got time to do that. They might make excuses. And, and yet they're there begging for money and probably making more money begging than they would make if they actually got a job. Now, that's not being hard-hearted. It's not being mean-spirited, not being cruel to say that. We have got a problem in our nation right now that is labeled laziness, laziness. We are a big-hearted nation. We want to help people who are down and out. We want to provide people, be for people who can't make it on their own. We want to be compassionate. But I'm afraid that we've got a whole culture developing maybe I should say a subculture developing within our greater culture that is just looking for handouts. They don't want to work. They don't want to put forth that energy and effort to have a job and be responsible and, and, and earn their own living and take care of their families in the way that God has designed for mankind to do from the beginning of creation. They just want people to take care of them. They want to live on the taxpayer's public dole, or they want maybe to live off of mama and daddy, even though they're way into adulthood, and and they have the physical ability and the mental capacity to work for their own living, but they're just too lazy to do that. They want to live off of somebody else. 
They want to present the image that, that they're down and out. They can't, they can't do anything. They, well, in a whole lot of cases, those signs that say that kind of thing, is, um, they're, they're lies. Now, I'm not talking about the person who is truly physically or mentally handicapped and cannot provide for themselves. But that's a small portion of the ones that, that we see begging on a constant basis, is, is my opinion. And, and the ones who, who could work have the ability to work and the opportunity because the jobs are out there but they don't want to work because they're lazy, we need to stop supporting those people in their laziness because supporting laziness simply contributes to being lazy. Well, we've looked at a whole lot of scriptures, and as I've said, the Bible is full of scripture texts that warn against, teach against, and actually condemn laziness. Now, in this most recent section that we're looking at, and we're talking about heart troubles. We're not talking about the physical heart. We're talking about the heart, our soul, basically, our mindset, uh, our sense of integrity, our responsibility. Laziness is described in other terms than just other than just lazy or laziness. Again, we talked about the sloth, and that's an animal that just his very appearance and movement, you start thinking about a lazy person because he moves so slowly. Well, and the scriptures talk about the sloth in reference to laziness. He who is slothful in his work is a brother to him who is a great destroyer. Proverbs 18 and verse 9. You see, laziness ultimately is a lifestyle of self-destruction. You don't get anywhere. You don't accomplish anything. You don't gain anything. You know, you're, it's really, you're living a lifestyle to your own detriment. Sluggard is another word that's used in the scriptures. Sluggard is a similar term to slothfulness or a sloth. And notice what the wise man wrote in Proverbs chapter 6, verses 6 through 11. He makes the comparison of laziness to the hard-working industriousness of an ant, that little bitty creature, an insect. He says, go to the ant, you sluggard, consider her ways and be wise, which, having no captain, overseer, or ruler, provides her supplies in the summer and gathers her food in the harvest. How long will you slumber, O sluggard? When will you rise from your sleep? <laughs> what a lesson we could learn from the hardworking industrious, industriousness of ants. And yet, they're just insects. We're, we're created in the image of God. We have a mind. We have an ability to understand. We have a soul. How shameful for us to just plain be lazy, too lazy to work. And we read that from Proverbs chapter 6, beginning with verse 6. Idle is a synonym for lazy, and idleness is a synonym for laziness. In all labor there is profit, but idle, idle chatter leads only to poverty. Proverbs 14 and verse 23. 
A virtuous wife is described as one who does not eat the bread of idleness, Proverbs 31 and verse 10, and also verse 27. And look at this. Idleness was a characteristic of wicked Sodom that led to her downfall. The text reads, look, this was the iniquity of your sister Sodom. She and her daughter had pride, fullness of food, and abundance of idleness. Neither did she strengthen the hand of the poor and needy. Ezekiel 16 and verse 49. And what happened to Sodom, the city? It was destroyed by God. How sad, how sad that somebody would let laziness lead them to ultimate self-destruction. Look at a lazy person. What do they have? Not much, probably, because obtaining things, possessing things, achieving things, accomplishing things, well, that, that's work, you see. And if somebody is too lazy to work for a living, too lazy to do the work that needs to be done to provide for himself and his family, how, how in the world could he ever accomplish anything? How could he ever achieve much? How could he ever get much? Because you see, you have to work for a living. You have to work in order to get. We need to stop and think. Need to stop and think. Remember that lesson about that ant. <laughs> that ant. I remember a preacher brother of mine many, many, many years ago. He talked to me and he talked about a lesson in life that his father taught him. And this preacher was not only productive in preaching and a hard worker in his ministry, but he also worked outside of the ministry as well. He talked about when he was a young boy, his father cut down a tree. And when the father went to the tree after it had been felled, it was on the ground, he saw a squirrel's nest in that tree. He called his son over and he said, now look at that. Look at that nest. And then he explained to his son what he wanted him to see and what he wanted him to learn. He says, you see in that nest, there's nuts in that nest. You see, now if a squirrel is smart enough to gather nuts and eat some for his food at that moment, but he's also smart enough to put some away for later, then you ought to be smart enough or we ought to be smart enough to learn that lesson and do the same. What a great lesson that father taught his son. His son took it to heart and he lived by that lesson. It's the same lesson basically that that the wise man was trying to get across about the ant and trying to help that lazy person see the error of his way and the ultimate self-destructive nature of his lazy lifestyle. Oh, how we need to learn as a nation. We need to wake up. We need to stop being lazy. And so many within us need to stop that lazy lifestyle of self-destruction. Let's pray. Father in heaven, help us to see our need to be diligent, to be industrious, 
to work for a living. Help us, Father, along this line. Guide us, give us your wisdom and your strength. Give us opportunity and ability and nudge us in the right direction, Father, to take advantage of those blessings. Open those doors, please. Please forgive us and hear our prayer, gracious Father. In Jesus' name, amen.